The following program is a production of Beach Booster Radio. Beach Corner with Diana Chickie is sponsored by Blue Willow Bride, your intimate bridal boutique located in Collingwood, Ontario. Contact Blue Willow Bride for all your wedding needs. Hi, I'm Michael Del Monte, and you're listening to Beach Booster Radio. I'm Donna Chicky with Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio, your backstage pass for all your entertainment. Toronto Award-winning director of M Films, Michael Del Monte, premiered his recent film titled His Name is Ray at the Hot Docs Festival and currently streaming for members via the Hot Docs at Home service until May the 27th. Michael was a director, producer, cinematographer and editor. This is a follow-up to Transformer that captured the Rogers Audience Award for Best Canadian Documentary at the 2018 Hot Docs. The narrative is based on our growing homelessness and opioid crisis. Ray used to be a sailor but now lives on the streets of Toronto. For years, heroin has been more important than home, family or even life itself. Joining me via Zoom is Canadian documentary filmmaker Michael Del Monte, who will share this incredible story. You're listening to Beach Corner, brought to you by Blue Willow Bride in Collingwood on Beach Booster Radio, Wasaga Beach's only truly local radio. You are listening to Beach Booster Radio, Wasaga Beach's truly local radio. Broadcasting directly from the world's longest freshwater beach. Welcome back to Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio. Joining me via Zoom is Toronto Award-winning director of M Films, Michael Del Monte. Welcome to Beach Corner. Thanks for having me. So your recent film titled His Name is Ray has premiered on Hot Docs, Ted Rogers Cinema, currently running from April the 22nd to May the 9th. This is a follow-up to Transformer that captured the Rogers Audience Award for Best Canadian Documentary at Hot Docs in 2018. Congratulations. Thank you. This is a moving story and at times difficult to watch. Tell us how you met Ray. Ray was Ray was one of those guys that, you know, I think if you live in the city and now it's kind of spreading to the suburbs, you, you see different people occupy different intersections. And Ray was at the intersection uh, that I would drive home every day. And it was at Lakeshore and Jameson in Toronto, which is kind of like an artery of people rushing in and out of the city. And, you know, for a long time, I, I kind of avoided him. I always wanted to make sure the light was green so, you know, I could just go and pretend this reality that was coming into my neighborhood didn't exist and one day I, I just I, I, I kind of saw Ray in a different light I, I, I felt this I don't know it, it was it was this feeling that came upon me where I just I saw that this guy who was clearly suffering clearly had very little you know I lost everything was still in the same world I was in and I had been avoiding him for so long and just felt the need to go talk to him so my wife April the next day, she, she dropped me off and, uh, you know, I went to introduce myself. I asked him what his name was, asked him how he got on the streets. And, and immediately the guy was, he just had this charisma about him. He had this optimism. 
He told me how he was once a sailor and uh, was going to get back on the water. This was just temporary. And uh, I looked around and I'm, I'm like the Lake Ontario was a couple hundred meters away and the sailing club was right there. So I, I was a bit confused being like, is he, is he going to get back on the water? Is he really homeless? What's going on? And so I, he said, if you want to see what life is like, you can, you know, come follow me. And at the time I wasn't thinking I was going to make it into a documentary. I just wanted to, you know, genuinely as a filmmaker was curious about what life was like. And the next day I went to watch him panhandle, which was, you know, a challenging experience. You're just going car to car, you know, people are rolling up their windows, people, you know, some people are giving change and, you know, saying God bless. And, you know, it's, he's counting his money and he's got his $20 and he's, he's ready to go, you know, get some liquor. And he says, yeah, come with me. I'll show you where I live. So we go to his house, his tent, and it's all messed up. His, his, his dealers trashed it. And I'm just like, is it, you know, is this what life is like? And he goes every day, you know, every day is like this. And I just saw this total world of chaos that this guy lived in. And that was kind of the start of what would be eight months of following him through the highs and lows of mostly lows of uh, living on the street. Wow. And what do you hope to convey to your audience? I think for me, it's, it's really, you know, there's this huge problem in North America with homelessness, opioid addiction, and you're throwing all these statistics and it's, it's hard to know what to do with these numbers. And for me, it was important before I could understand the problem. I had to understand the people. And so I I think for me, the goal is to, just like Ray invited me, I want onto the streets. I want to invite the audience onto the streets. You know, I want to invite the audience to get out of their car and, and, and spend, you know, spend some time seeing what life is like. And, and I'm not, I don't have an agenda in terms of what I want them to take away, but, you know, more just experience the life of, of somebody who's kind of lost everything. And you are the director, producer, cinematographer, and editor. So I understand this was eight months in the making. How challenging was the filming process? Well, it was, it's tough. I mean, it was, you know, film documentaries in themselves are, you know, it's, it's a long, it's a long, uh, it's a long uphill climb the whole way. And I filmed with him for eight months, but I actually started filming with him three years ago. So it's been three years in the making, and it was incredibly hard, incredibly sad. I mean, Ray, in another life, Ray would have had a nice house with two cars and, you know, he would have lived in Oakville and, and you know, he had that kind of, you could totally see another life for this guy. So it was very hard, very sad seeing someone who had so much potential, um, you know, lost it all. I think that, I think that to me is kind of the hardest part of the film is just knowing you're not living up to your your potential you have in life. Well, joining me via Zoom is Toronto award-winning director of M Films, Michael Del Monte. You're listening to Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio. Is your new or existing business looking for recognition in Wasaga Beach? Beach Booster Group is your one-stop shop for all things local, all things promotional. Beach Booster will succeed in creating a complete local promotional package that can include high-profile outdoor, print, and radio promotion of your business and services. Beach Booster's community events offer additional opportunity for visible participation of your company in the Wasaga Beach area. 
Peach Booster Promotions also specializes in all types of promotional products and apparel to help you create your local and professional profile. Contact us at info at beachbooster.com or call 705-241-9762. We are local. We are Wasaga Beach. We are Beach Booster. Welcome back to Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio with my guest via Zoom, Michael Del Monte. So, Michael, there are moments in the film where Ray is captivated by his passion of sailing on the sea. Did you feel that there may be some hope for Ray? Uh, you know, I, I, I think his, his dream of sailing kind of kept some order in his life. Like, you know, it kept some humanity. You know, it kept that that goal but I knew it was going to be very hard for him to do it himself like it's just it's you know you realize like the drugs have taken you away from your kids away from your wife away from your life like you know it's it's going to be very hard but it was always there it was sort of always something on on when things had gone bad I, I, you just see it in the film he kind of always turns towards the water like he starts position you know it's just something that you know, almost gives him a little bit of comfort, a little bit of hope. And uh, yeah, I, I, he, he, I actually went to follow up with him because I wanted to see how he was doing um, through COVID and he actually got COVID. He's, he's fine. But um, his tent now is right beside the water. Like he couldn't, he could fall out, out of his tent into the water. It's, it's this interesting thing. I think it, he keeps it in his life. I think a lot of us do. It's like you got that memory of your past and you hold on to it because you just, you know, it gets you through some of the storms. Mm. So I hear a special recorded epilogue featuring Ray is going to be screened at this year's Hot Docs. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, so they the, the cinema wanted to do a, a follow-up. So if you watch the film online, um, there's there's a, there's an epilogue where we catch up with Ray. And, you know, it's, it's very sad that, you know, a lot of the people who are in the film have passed away um, just in the last couple of years. Thankfully, Ray's, Ray's still alive, and uh, you know we get to hear about what life is, uh, what life has been like through COVID, and uh, you know how he's keeping. And uh, yeah, there's there, there's that to look forward to after you watch the film. Mm. So you mentioned that your film doesn't offer an easy solution to addiction, homelessness, or mental health, but rather challenges the audience to really look at an outsider. Can you elaborate? Yeah, I, I think, you know, with with topics like this, we off like whether it's climate change or, you know, one of these big social issues, we're hoping that there's a solution that we can kind of flick the switch and the problem can go away. And, you know, clearly that's not the case with this. Like, you know, we're, we're putting a lot of resources and, and it just continues to escalate. And, and so I think for me, it's just there, there's, there was this tremendous amount of human connection I felt with Ray, like despite us being, you know, me driving a car and him riding a bike and me living in a house and him living in a tent, there was so many similarities. And I, I loved hanging out with him. We loved hanging out together. And, you know, despite me, I mean, never wanting to touch drugs and him, this has been everything. There, there's still so many similarities. So I, I just, I feel like that's, it's a good place for us to start with these problems to say, despite us being from different worlds, we're still from the same world. And now that you've met Ray, any plans for a follow-up? 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it would be. We've talked. We talked about it all the time. We, we, we. Ray, Ray loved making the film. I mean, just in this, he loved. You know, it's a lonely life. You can imagine. So it was nice for him to have some company and show his uh, kind of show his adventures. But um, we talked all the time about him taking his sailboat uh, down the Atlantic. He's done it before. Made it all the way to the Caribbean. And uh, I don't know how plausible that is now, but you know, we'll see how this film does, and see if my wife lets me do that. That would be that would be quite the adventure. Has he seen the film? He's seen parts of it. Like you know, he's in a tough place in life. Like it's it's not hard easy for him to sit through ninety minutes. But he's seen he's seen parts of it. He saw he's seen the highs and the lows of the film, and uh, he saw the movie poster, and he loved the name. His name is Ray. I think you know. You don't get asked what your name is very often when you're on the street. So I think when he saw his name, you know, big fonts with him taking up the whole frame of the poster, he he was really moved. And yeah, you know, that's the goal of the film, you know, try to elevate him, make you know, bring him, bring him, uh, make him big, larger than life. Well, you did an amazing job. It's it's beautifully done. Congratulations again. And where can we find more information on Michael and M Films? Yeah, check it out at mfilms.ca. My, my, I'm starting to try to, you know, it's a social media world these days. So I'm trying to post more on my own Instagram, which is just my name, Michael Del Monte. I'm, you know, trying to post about the projects. I, uh, I, I get, I'm learning that that's part of the business here, trying to sell yourself a bit. So I'm trying to get better at that. Well, you got a good teacher, your wife, April. (laughs) Well, thank you, Michael, for being my guest. Wishing you all the best of success with your latest documentary film. His name is Ray. You're listening to Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio. Don't go away. We'll be right back after this break. You're listening to Beach Booster Radio. It's the station to listen to. Broadcasting from the Stonebridge Town Center, located in Wasaga Beach, Ontario, Canada. The world's longest freshwater beach. Wasaga Beach. Wasaga Beach. Well, this is a wrap for me. I would like to thank Michael Del Monte for being my guest and wishing him all the best of success with his latest documentary, His Name is Ray. Currently streaming for members via the Hot Docs at Home Service until May the 27th. For more information, visit mfilms.ca. Special thanks to April Brockman for making this interview possible. With Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio, I'm Dinah Chicky. Beach Corner's broadcast every Tuesday at 10 a.m. and 8 p.m. and also available on podcast anytime from my new Beach Booster Radio podcast page. Simply click the podcast button from my homepage to enjoy unique and local programming. Beach Corner is also a regular feature in Beach Booster Publication and can be seen on Wasaga Beach TV at Beach Talk. If you would like to be featured on Beach Corner, please contact Diana at BeachBooster.com. I welcome your visit to my Facebook and Twitter pages. Bye-bye, everyone. The preceding program is a production of Beach Booster Radio, written, recorded, and produced in Wasaga Beach, Ontario. We thank you for listening to Beach Booster Radio, Wasaga Beach's only locally owned and operated radio station. We are local. We are Wasaga Beach. We are Beach Booster. 
You are listening to Beach Booster Radio, broadcasting from our studios in the Stonebridge Town Center on Main Street, in the heart of downtown Wasaga Beach. 